Anchornauts, happy Tuesday night to you. What is up? We have a huge show planned for you today. Lots of things to talk about, like a Canadian wedding. The most Canadian wedding ever took place at our coffee shop. Tim Horton's up here. If you're an American listener, that's like a coffee taking place at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, kind of crazy. As well, there's a guy in Portsmouth over in the UK who just got fined for impersonating a ghost in a cemetery, which I think is really awesome. We're going to get into that. The rapper Bob has started a GoFundMe page to, to, to fund a million dollars so that we can raise money for him to send satellites into space and prove to the whole world that the Earth is flat. The NFL is sharing uh, the recent agreement with Facebook so that they can share uh, their stuff on Facebook, which is weird to me. And last, but certainly not least, June, the Millennial Airline was released in France, and it has the worst commercial. And I'm so sad for everyone involved. That's tonight's show. Tune in, have fun, comment, call in. Let's do it. So without further ado, let's, let's, let's get into it. All right, first up, because it's in the news so much, the NFL and Facebook have joined forces to allow the NFL to show and share NFL highlights on Facebook, dot, 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 crickets, because this has been happening forever, right? We don't need the NFL's permission to share things on Facebook, and Facebook sure isn't going to stop us from doing that. Like, how much illegal content have you seen on Facebook? Halat. So this is funny to me that the NFL thought, you know, we need to make this legal and share our content on Facebook. Now, I know Facebook in the U.S. is moving toward more of a streaming platform, challenging YouTube with that sort of stuff. And maybe this is uh, a move in that direction just to make sure everything is above board. But I know it's not going to change what I'm going through because I'm going to watch whatever I want to watch, whether or not the NFL says, yes, we approve this or not. And no, I'm not endorsing the illegal things. But I mean, if I see it on Facebook, I'm not going to be like, hey, is this is this verified by the NFL? Question mark? Like, how many times have you seen the same video put out that's funny from like three different pages that have, you know, trillions of views? It happens all the time. So I thought it was a, a funny thing. And, you know, now that the NFL is losing ground on the ratings, like, this is, I think, week three, the ratings were down again in, in comparison to last year, which is interesting, especially given the amount of controversy around the sport right now with, uh, with the protests. But maybe this is maybe this is a way that the NFL can help get it back in the mainstream and have more people tune in. But it may just be better to change the rules and make it a better product without so many breaks, so many commercials. I digress. In one of the craziest things I've heard in a long time, and I know I say that, it feels like every single day, and I I honestly mean it whenever I say it. The rapper Bob B dot O dot B is a flat earther, which means he believes that the Earth is flat and he is set out to prove it. Well, how is he going to prove it, you ask? He is asking GoFundMe. He started a GoFundMe page, and he is asking for $1 million to rent a rocket, to build a satellite, and put it up in space so that he can prove once and for all that the Earth is indeed flat. Yeah, those are those are real... Real crickets and silence in that one. Amazing that we're still here. And, and I don't mean to, to say, hey, you can't have wild theories about the flat earth. Because I know that if you get really into the flat earth stuff, some of the logic works out. Not that it's not that it's not flat, but that the logic is you can't actually prove them wrong. You know, that those sort of things. But I, you're going to ask to take a million dollars, a million dollars from people. And, and and do this thing that's just a waste of money. And if anything, it's a publicity stunt that's not working. But that, the guy's raised about, a, I want to say like $1,600. 
And what's funny about that is the first thousand dollars he put up himself because hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start the start the campaign. So it's been up for five days. He's had fifty six or fifty nine donors, and one of those is himself. He's up to sixteen hundred bucks. So I can't see this happening. But man, there should be a GoFundMe story every single day about people just saying uh, GoFundMe. We'll just yell GoFund yourself, and then we'll move on. Maybe we'll do that. Let's head over to the UK in Portsmouth, where there's a man who was dressed up as a ghost and scaring people in a local graveyard. The guy would dress up like a ghost, go around and try and scare local residents while they were in the graveyard or passing or whatever it was. And of course, he got reported and got fined because I'm sure in the town of Portsmouth, there's not that many people that, hey, who would dress up like a ghost and try and scare people? They found him 35 bucks or 35 pounds. Which over here is like oh, 70 bucks, like it's almost double, but that is a pretty decent fine to get away with when you're, when you're doing a practical joke like that. A lot of fines out here are like 300 bucks or 200 bucks. You can't even like drop something on the ground uh, and let it be literated for not being like 200 bucks. And so this guy got off easy, and I think, you know what, it was probably pretty worth it. So hopefully, some point, hopefully at some point, excuse me, we'll be able to see these YouTube videos and get to laugh along with him and be like, oh, that person was scared of this guy's. Just a fake ghost. Now, this is where the medium of audio hurts me because I can't actually play for you the June France's Millennial Airline. They have a commercial out. It's about a minute long, and it is atrocious. Now, it's only atrocious because, one, there's way too much blue, but more importantly, they just dismantle what a millennial is and just put them into this weird box of, hey, they like sunglasses and, and seeing things on TV and smoothies. And they like to be fashionable, and it's just it's just so sad. And my hope is that something's being lost in translation here, and that this distinctly French commercial is not actually meant for millennials in North America, but that it's meant for French-only millennials. Ugh, what is wrong in the world of advertising when we can't get things right? Now, yeah, like I just said, things can be different culturally, but I mean, the language in this was English, which means that you know, to an extent, as someone who I guess I'm kind of considered a millennial. It should at least try and appeal to me instead of just being offensive. Oh, man, lazy marketing. But, it, I mean, if you're going to sell me a flight for 35 euros, I think that's what it was, 35 euros to Lisbon from France, it's like, oh, okay. Like, man, you, maybe you can make any dumb commercial you want if you're going to fly, have flights that are that cheap. And last but not least, my favorite story, the Canadian Canadian wedding. So up here in Canada, we've got our Dunkin' Donuts, our Starbucks, and it's called Tim Hortons, and the entire country goes to Tim Hortons. There's a, there's a popular saying that says, I got to have my Timmies, and everyone says it, and they do it. And it's funny because you can find a Tim Hortons nearly everywhere. And if you don't believe me, I've got a very small city. My city is outside of 200 and just over 200,000 people. And in my neighborhood alone, my neighborhood holds about 10,000 people. There are three Tim Hortons in my neighborhood. It's amazing. It's amazing. In this, in this residential neighborhood, there are three Tim Hortons, I kid you not, because everyone goes all the time. It's almost like a cultural thing where you go and get a Tim Hortons coffee and go get a donut and you can eat there. And Anyway, people love this so much that a husband and wife that initially met at Tim Hortons and got engaged at Tim Hortons got married at Tim Hortons. Yes, yes, it happened. So they had an inflatable Tim Hortons cup that I'm sure was sent from Tim Hortons. It's some, it was a mascot, really was wearing this this cup around, and they tied Tim Hortons cups to the back of their old-school Corvette, and they got married with with people they invited, but also strangers because Tim Hortons didn't close. That's right. They had a wedding in Tim Hortons with random strangers drinking Tim Hortons coffee. 
This is the ultimate love. And people are calling it like the ultimate Canadian gesture, uh, getting married in Tim Hortons. And I, I guess it would be close, but there wasn't enough hockey sticks or beavers or Mounties and maple syrup, that sort of thing. But maybe they make maple syrup donuts with the Tim Hortons coffee. That would be close. That would be close. And if you're listening to this in the States like a lot of you are, no, we're not all like that. They just happen to be a very eccentric couple that wanted to get on the news. And, well, they did. Hey, we made it. If you made it this far, I want to say a huge thank you for listening. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for that, I'm thankful. This is The Dipstick. My name's Greg. Feel free to favor the station. Call in. Dial up the discussion. I can do that, too. It's a lot of fun. And if you have something that you want to talk about, let's do it. Why not? We, we got time. We're here. We're all in anchor. We're having fun. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good night.